where's my zoom there's my zoom um yeah no i found out that there's the scene in the first uh wayne's world movie where wayne gets the he goes to the guitar store and he gets the guitar that's behind the plexiglass Yeah, yeah. the one he keeps going in for and the guy's like you're not gonna why do you why do you do this yourself yes uh and apparently during the theatrical release it had him playing the first like three or four notes of stairway to heaven right 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 right. but then in the in the dvd release or you know vhs release uh led zeppelin was asking for a hundred thousand dollars for those three notes seriously and so when so when you look at when you watch the vhs that came out it's like this dissident like you know like real you know really distorted but that was because they were like no we're not paying you a hundred thousand dollars for three notes and on top of that led zeppelin stole and got and recently got sued for stealing the music to make Stairway to Heaven. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That's awesome. Not awesome, but it's, that's that's. Weird. Oh yeah, I used to love Led Zeppelin, but apparently they are the greatest cover band ever because they stole tons of music. Really? Uh, I I suggest look it look it up on YouTube. Like it'll do back to backs on certain songs, and and show you like who he stole it from and where they heard it and everything. Yeah. They ripped off people. When you say ripped off, was it like lyrics or was it Jimmy Page was doing riffs? Both. Really? Like like lyrics and, and and, um, I can't remember the the name of the song, but there's a really good song. It was a love song that they wrote that I liked. And then you hear this live recording of this woman singing the song. The lyrics are just, completely stripped out along with the uh the melody yeah that's crazy wow well it's pre-internet yeah you know you know yeah who's gonna who's like, gonna oh, well we're bigger than them yeah right. exactly <laughs> yeah I, that's you know we we talked about a long time ago about that woman that uh uh claims that she wrote she's still claiming to this to this day that she wrote a dystopian yes. <laughs> um futuristic thing for a science magazine and uh Ter- Terminator and Matrix, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Right. Terminator led into yeah. Skynet led into the Matrix, the machines taking over. Yeah. Um, and I just saw an interview that she did on somebody's show and she's still like going strong. I thought she had given up, but no, she's still going for that. It's crazy. It makes you wonder, like, any of that true at all, you know? Well, like there's no evidence. And I don't know if that's considered slander or libel. So I don't know if the Wachowski brothers or James Cameron can go after her for saying right. that, but the fact that you know she didn't is also uh, they didn't is is also weird because it's like you know these are some of the best films when it comes to science fiction ever made. Yeah, we're not gonna have somebody running around and saying we take credit for right. this. Yeah, I, I, who knows what yeah. the Wachowski brothers are doing right now, or the sisters are doing at this point, but. I, I don't think anything. <laughs> I don't think anything <laughs> lately. I don't think they're going to be on there. Probably wondering. wondering. That's with their time. One, just wondering. If, if anyone was going to do anything, it'd be James Cameron. I heard I heard a, a rumor that they want to reboot Terminator without James Cameron. 
Wait, the first one? Like the whole series. Like start over. Wow. That's that's why. Without James Cameron. Like, what is going on? What is going What's on? What's going on is with, nobody with, has any with, talent to, to create anything anymore. Now, now I'll give I'll give some grace because I understand that there was a writer strike, and so so what there was work in writers. the process before the strike. I don't know, like I just don't understand why there's double touching going on. Fantastic movies, Disney movies from our classic past, science fiction movies. You know, like I, I'll I'll be honest, and and this kind of contradicts what I just said. I'm a little excited to see the new Dune, um, the second one. Because it looks awesome. Yeah. First one was good. Uh, um, first one was good. But like, I just like, it seems like it's an open market for writers to be like, I have a good new idea and nobody's biting. They're like, ah, it's cheaper to not pay this guy a salary. I'm going to, you know, just remake another thing. Right. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing with AI. I just, you know. It's gonna be cheaper to not pay these people to create something. We could just tell AI to do something and it'll do it. You know, and then eventually we'll just you heard have about the uh do the same thing. You heard about the Will Sasso lawsuit? No. I'm assuming he's suing uh, so somebody because he's Will not really Sasso, doing anything anymore. So it's like <laughs> No, he's getting sued. He's getting sued. Uh he has yeah, he's he's a fantastic impressionist, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well apparently he has a podcast where the ideas or the theme of that podcast in that moment are dictated by AI. And apparently they they posted a one hour special of George Carlin, oh. who's dead, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And 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 posted it. It's one hour as George Carlin knowing he's dead and knowing he's AI. And the estate of George Carlin is suing Will Sasso. Uh, I don't well. It's it, it's slippery slope. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Like mm-hmm. if all right, here's here's what I would say. If I were to uh-huh. like I would okay, if I had if I was Will Sasso, I'm assuming that he has sponsors or affiliates or something, mm-hmm. something on that, that, that episode, I would say that episode. So you don't have any problems. Take off all affiliates and all sponsors for that specific episode. That way it's not mm-hmm. playing with it because I guess I would have to hear it and, and listen to what is actually done. Is it, you know, is it, slant? I, I don't know, man. It That's like you said, slippery slope. Like yeah, what, do, yeah, what I, do we, what do we do with that? I mean, does he's not making money off of, George Carlin, he's doing something for an entertainment purposes, I'm assuming, just to see, hey, what would AI making, do? He's making money off his podcast. Yeah, no, 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 I get that. But like, if he's not like repurposing this and he's going to sell albums with it, you know, and this is like my new special. Oh, yeah. It's, it, this is just an episode. So that's, that's, uh, uh, that's a good point, too, because he's not selling it as like, this is lost footage of a special that you never heard, and this is George Carlin. Yeah, because it's just a test, right? Um, he was just it, like, what would happen if AI did this, and what would it be like? It, probably, it was right. probably freaky, if anything else. And that, I think that would be a, a fun experience. It was weird, experience. because it's pretty close. Okay. Um, but, but he's also protected under parody law, you know, yeah. because... The first joke out of the canon, and they do canned laughter and everything to make it sound like the audio from a real special. Yeah. Um, 
but out, out, out of the canon, the first joke is about like, you know, people, uh, people ask me, you know, like uh, what I am. And I'll tell you the same answer when I was alive. I don't know. I'm just an AI, yeah. you know, so right. it's, it's, it's admitted from the first uh, gecko, but um, the fact that it was an hour, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but you know, I was like, well, that's a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. like maybe he just like was on a roll. He's like, let's just see how far this goes. You know, Let, let's see how much content out. Right. This. Not, and it wasn't, no, I haven't listened to it, so I don't know. I, I kind of am interested to, to check it out, though, to see what it was like. Yeah, I check like it George out. Carlin. Maybe we'll, we'll bring it up. Of course. Um, Prolific. Yeah, no. The, with AI, we've talked about, we've touched on it before. I would really like to bring somebody on that's in mm -hmm. the, the industry and uh, talk about, you know, the implications of AI and, and filmmaking and stuff like that. But people, or even the hopes of what they want to do with yeah. it when it comes to entertainment. Right, but I mean, yeah. people mess around with it all the time, and they post videos about it on YouTube. I mean, so it's not unheard of. What he did oh, yeah. is not like crazy. You know, that's not out of the yeah. door. It just sounds like the the estate is like, no, no, how dare you? I, I we need to make money off of this. You know, but I that's mm -hmm. I can't. I'm not saying that because I haven't listened to it. I don't yeah, know anything yeah. about it, so don't take that out of context. But. Check it out. Check it out. Like it's, it's, it's close. It's, it's good enough to sound like him, but you can also, you can also tell when it's AI. Like when I see reels or something on Instagram oh, yeah. and I hear that AI voice, like I just, I skip because I don't support right. it, you right. know? Um, I don't want the views to go up. So yeah, I'm, I'm not for it, but it is very interesting. And I have to admit, I have messed around with it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, your, your brother-in-law uses it constantly. Uh, but it's more for like a theology <laughs> standpoint. Like he's actually asking real questions and stuff. But um, yeah, as far as there, okay. I've seen that some images on Instagram and they look like Instagram models. And you're like, there's something not right about that, you know? And then you're like, oh, that is definitely AI. And now it's easier to like spot, but it's also well, very it, hard to, to tell, you know? And and they're making money I off of I, this. I, I, like if they're getting likes and stuff like that and follows, that's messed up. Now we can't go too deep into this because it goes above PG, but um, uh, Elon Musk was uh, entering into moderation for Twitter, which he was originally against, but it had to do with um, originally Taylor Swift images coming up. Yeah, yeah, I heard about um, that this week. That was just this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're probably going to have to cut that out. I don't know. I think so. We didn't say anything. We didn't, we didn't do anything. Um, it wasn't us. <laughs> what have you we been... didn't spot. It. We're not the only ones talking about it, was, you know. And we we didn't even say what would happen, so it doesn't even matter. Yes, whatever. I, I don't know. Sure. BlackRock is not going to get after us. I don't think we're a rinky dinky. Not yet. <laughs> rinky dinky podcast. Yeah, not in this way. They'll find other ways to get to us. <laughs> yeah. Um. What happened to my credit score? <laughs> <laughs> what, what credit score? All gone. Um. Yeah. All right. So. What have you watched recently? Um, most recent, other than one of the movies we're talking about tonight, um, Dead Reckoning, Part One. Dead Reckoning. Mission, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible. Oh, it's a Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning. Is it seven or eight? This is seven. It's technically yes, yeah, seven. This is the seventh one. It's okay. technically when it came out, it's called Dead Reckoning Part One. Now it's just Dead Reckoning. They took the part two out of the second one, so that's going to be called something else. Okay. Um, oh yeah, good? you know it, it. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise. 
I love that. I love that you love Mission Impossible so much. Like it makes me get yoked to watch it. It just seems like such an endeavor. And Marion loves it too. She likes the movies, which is yeah. it's hard to get her to like action. Which movies. means Rachel will love it. Yeah, I think she would. I think they're fun. And this one, this one scared her though. I'll, t- I'll say that. Like she's really yeah because I won't get into it so you can see it. But the the enemy, it's it's a real threat. Like this is like we're at we're it's not too far off from what we were just it's talking realistic. about. It's realistic. Yeah, it's it's like oh, yeah. this is like our worst fears because it's like we're on the cusp of that. <laughs> this is like what Elon Musk is talking about. Not about Taylor Swift, the other stuff. So Yeah, no, I know where yeah, that's going. It was it was like, oh, this could happen. So it's almost like where what year did that come out? Last year. Oh wow. So okay. it just went on to Paramount. Like they waited a long time to release it on streaming. Um, just last week, last Thursday. Mm. So uh that was good. That's that's worth worth watching. It's a long one too. It's like two hours forty five. Something like that. Two and a half, maybe two and a half. What about you? What have you seen? <laughs> what decade do you think? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna say nineties because that just makes sense. Psych, it was the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled me. <laughs> Sorry. Fooled you. What would you watch from the eighties? Uh that isn't a comedy. Ghostbusters too. Okay, so it's comedy. It still counts. Ah, uh, dude. All right. So here's the thing. Yeah, it's an it, actual comedy. But I here's all right. So Ghostbusters is for kids. It's for adults. It's it's feel good. It's action. It's all this stuff. But there's one scene where it is adult. And I need to look up when they came out with the PG-13 rating because this wasn't the time. You know what I mean? Well, in the 80s, I mean, look at Caddyshack. That was a PG-13, and there's a topless woman in a, in a hot tub with Chevy Chase. It, the ratings well, system was so different. The thing is, is that there's a scene where they go down into the, the tunnels to get samples of the yeah. ooze and everything yep. like that. And they're kind of tracing down these like uh, tracks. And I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, Ray, Egon, and Winston. And Ray goes, yo, 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 yo. And then Egon says, hey, 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 hey. And then Winston yells, yo, and no echo. And then they're weirded out by there's no echo and you hear, Winston and they turn around and there's heads decapitated heads on pikes and so I saw this in the theater (laughs) when I was a kid when it came out but there's decapitated heads on pikes in this film and I was like I was like man they really sprung that on the parents didn't they (laughs) that wasn't in the preview (laughs) it was horrifying no Everything else is, you know, good old Ghostbuster fun, but that one scene always stuck out to me, and so I had to watch it again. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Do you have a? <laughs> uh, what, do you, what, what do you want me to do? It's Ghostbusters too. Yeah. yeah, it's Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters. Go see it. Um. Seen some other things, but um, not not really recognizing in my mind what they were yet. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing uh, super remarkable uh, that I've seen recently. I, I think, you know, everybody could probably guess that the reason why we're 
putting this out now as you and I have had things going on outside of uh the podcast and everything yeah oh yeah happy 2024 um, everybody this is our first episode happy new year oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> happy new year this is the first since <laughs> just before christmas yeah so yeah we took a took a break oh i took a break with my other podcast too i haven't i haven't released anything for that yet so uh next week really yep. i wait until february one was i had the plague for you know all of december oh you got just coming to the end the of vid. covid it, you know so I was not able, like my, no, my voice, it's really hard for me to talk right now. Cause it's just so nasally and it just sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was worse. You sound good. Yeah. You sound fresh. It was worse a couple of days ago. So, and it was definitely non-existent during, uh, during the flu. But, um, yeah, no, I, I took a sabbatical as well, as far as uh, any recording went. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to record mm. even for the book. I wasn't able to write because my, my head was just, you know. Swamp, gunked up. Yeah, it was terrible. But the vid here. was mucking up the yep. works. We're here now. We're back. We have some things planned and some people lined up for guest spot. Guest spots. Yeah. So Omaha, yeah, Omaha, Omaha Joe. <laughs> um. So we are um ready to go for 2024, and hopefully our uh, work schedules don't dictate what we do uh, with it. So yeah. Anyway. Um, by the will of God. Yeah. So I, I thought like last time we talked, it's been a while and I, I pulled something on you and then you said, can I do it next time? But I think you forgot. I totally yeah, okay. forgot. All right. So you have to think about it for was, next time. It, it probably, <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. I got you. I got okay, you. All right. uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out, uh, our last episode was <laughs> wrestling Christmas. No, don't do that. It really ruins my reputation. Should we really do it again? <laughs> let's, let's, let's go over it again. Let's, let's put two movies. All right. Um, <laughs> more believable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right. So, uh, that's, well, wait for that. That was fun. But check that episode out. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Wrestling Christmas Miracle was a disaster, but it was a fun episode. That was a really good time. It was a fun disaster. And by the way, you know, we, we had you suffer through a karate Christmas miracle. This one's shorter. Like, <laughs> did like, not feel like it. No, it, <laughs> it did not feel like a shorter movie. Don't, don't open up that can, Sam. <laughs> don't open yeah, it up. All right. Go listen to the episode. Stop this now and go listen to it if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um, all right. So today, today for the new year, yes. T- um, we were going to just do one new movie, but we decided let's do two new movies because they're pretty similar oh. in, in some ways. Um, and different in oh, some uh, ways. Yeah. I, I would refer to these as the yin and yang of, of action movies. I, I, yeah. And I, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't want this to be a battle, but it's a good dissection of two characters. Oh yeah. No, this know, is like, totally not a yeah. versus in a way. We're not, we're no, not saying, Oh, this no. or that it's, it's definitely. Um... All right. Anyway. So two, two movies yeah. came out last year. They just both came out on streaming. Um, they are equalizer three with Denzel, good old Denzel. Mm-hmm. And of course, the fourth installment of the John Wick series with Keanu. So yes, and possibly the last. You know, no, okay. So I know they got that show. They got that show with Mel Gibson in it and everything. Yeah, but, I got to see that. But no, no, no. So maybe mm. not the last. Uh, they are a mm. 
John Wick 5 is confirmed. Whether or not Keanu is going to be in it is another thing. However, later on this year, he's going to be in a prequel called The Ballerina. And it's going to be about the the Russian no school. Way. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what kind of part he's going to be playing. because He's not the lead, but he's definitely going to be in that. I mean, this is going to be a bunch of spinoffs. Um, yeah. Ian McShane, I just read a, a thing from him um, who plays uh, Winston. Um, mm-hmm. He was also the guy in um, Deadwood, for those of you that are fans of that. Yeah. Um, great actor. Love the guy's voice. Really good sinister guy, but in this guy, is, he's kind of a good guy. And um, he he said that uh, John Wick 5 is happening. I'm not sure that Keanu should do it. I think he should take a sabbatical or should, he should take a break on this one. And that wasn't like a dig at mm-hmm. Keanu. It's like, it, it was more like, I think Keanu wants to take a break, you know, because he's done four of, of these. And it's, I'm sure it's taxing on the body when you look at the, the action that he mostly does himself taxing on the body and, and you know, like he's, he's later in his years and I'm sure he doesn't want to be typecasted this late in his career. I I don't think he cares at this point. What's he going to (laughs) do? You know, I mean, he's got five movies lined up um, that I saw. They all look intriguing, but he wants to keep the look, you know? So they all have to like match his beard and stuff in his hair. Like I'm not, I'm not changing that right now. Um, mm. so I don't know. I don't think, I think it's just the, the work that takes because there's a lot of training that goes in with it. He's in great shape. And he, and he did it, uh, authentic. Yeah. He's, he is a martial artist. He's, he's a gun keto expert at this point. You know, he's, uh, at the range all the time doing uh stunt stuff. So I don't know, but yeah, I, he is getting older. And uh, it eventually will. His knees will just give out eventually. But uh, until that time. As they do. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the guy does, you know, he has a motorcycle company. He, he's got a lot going on. Plus, he's just like the nicest human. Musician. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, he, is he the Hollywood vampires? No, that's Johnny, that's Johnny Depp. Depp. I can't um, remember what he is. Uh, I, uh, Keanu Reeves. I can't remember the name of the band, but it's more of a blues yeah. Uh, feel instead of like a you know new metal yeah. feel. All right, so you have that, and then you have Denzel, and he's and he's a better guitarist than Johnny yes. Depp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he is, and probably better singer. Even though they, neither one of them. Well, no, Johnny Depp does sing. It's uh, it's interesting. In person, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm okay with Johnny Depp. I'm sorry, I like Johnny Depp, I, I, but I'm tired. At the same time, like <laughs> no, yeah, there's certain things. Yeah, forgive like, me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, it's been a day. So Denzel is the other guy. And Denzel, yes. in my opinion, can uh, do no wrong. Equalizer 3. Yeah. Denzel is a great, yeah. great he, American. He could do no wrong. Treasure. And and uh, uh, Robert uh, McCullen is the character name in McCall. The Equalizer. McCall. Two C's, two L's. M- McCall. Two C's, two L's. <laughs> so that's uh, um, when you look at them. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Get your thought uh, talk. No, no, no. Talk I, I, I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so they have so many similarities and so many differences, but they end up at the same place. Yeah, I would say they have more differences than they have similarities. Because okay, really. So the yin and yang, which is what I was talking about, 
uh, or what I implied mm-hmm. earlier. When you look at um, John Wick, the character is chaos. Right. He brings chaos. Mm-hmm. Only because, I mean, it's revenge. You know, it's, it's, he has a purpose, but everything that he does is destruction, right? So you, then you have on the other side, the flip side, you have Denzel, who's more methodical. And it's like he, he's thinking about what he's doing. He's calculating the amount of time it's going to take him to complete something. Where Keanu Reeves is just a bull in a china shop. Both are effective. Both are good. But both are, it's different methods. Okay, so you're like, you're like, let's frame this in motivation. Okay. Right? The motivation for John Wick is that his passed away wife left him a dog in lieu of her, you know, life being with him. And, you know, some scumbags, you know, like kill his dog. Yeah, and steal that's how his it begins. Car. That's how it begins. That's how it begins. And so, so, and, and that's also a thing too, like the timeline. Like John Wick is a through line, you know, like constant, you know, timeline through four movies. Yeah. The equalizer is like bracketed in different places that uh, Robert takes his life. Right. So there's a difference there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's so you're correct about the chaos, and I think the chaos is due to not only the timeline but the the personal familial um aspect of how he was slighted and yeah but but then it ends up is, getting is going for justice it ends up there is an arch throughout the series mm-hmm. where yes it starts with the wife and, and the dog and the car then the second one his house is taken um then you have he's pulled back in to something he wants to be out of he wants to be free from and then you have by the fourth one, mm. and there will be spoilers in this, and just got to check it out. Yes. Um, we won't give away too much, but there will be spoilers. The fourth one, it feels oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fourth one feels more like he wants his freedom. It does feel like he wants to take down the entire thing and just say, I'm, I'm burning it all down, you know, but yeah. it's more freedom. And if you don't give me what I want, then I will tear everything apart and I will destroy everything. And that's the... And that's one of the similarities between John Wick 4 and The Equalizer 3. Right. right. Because McCall because, finds yep. some peace, finds something he wants to, to settle down in, finds this nice town in Italy, which I would not mind settling down in either. And That's Sicily, right? No, Naples. So it starts off in Sicily. Naples. Sicily okay. is where he, he does his first destructive. Uh, yeah. That was amazing. Uh, he then he takes a ferry back. That's how you know he switches to Naples. Uh, and then okay, and then the gang gang lord is Naples. So it's the, there's a lot of crime got in it. Naples. He just lives in the outskirts, like the town outside of Naples. So, understand. Um, he finds an area he wants to settle down in. He wants his freedom, and he wants peace. Right? He's like, mm-hmm. I'm done. And the symbolic part of that for him was the watch. So mm-hmm. when he has his watch on, that's where he's methodical and that's where he's planning. Mm-hmm. That's where he's like, okay, everything is. I'm assessing this situation. There's six guys. One of them is not a threat. 
I'm in this space. Uh, I'll give myself uh, 110 right. seconds. Exactly. So everything you know? is, this yeah. is how long it's going to take me to do that from past experiences, looking at these guys doing like the Jason Bourne thing where he's like, I, you know, I know what that guy can do. So I need to do, I need to up my game this much or I can just do this, you know? So he's, he's calculating everything. When we mm -hmm. know that he's like changing his mindset, he takes the watch off and puts it in a drawer in, in that mm -hmm. house that he's staying in. Which is the first that he does that in the three movies, yeah. which makes Equalizer 3 very special. Right, because in one and two, and I just saw two again today, and I know you, you watched yesterday, he's, he's mm -hmm. referencing that watch all the time. It's like almost constant, which actually in John Wick, the fourth one, he's, he's, he's doing the same thing, but that's because he has to get somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. So then later on, spoiler alert, mm. that watch comes back on. And that's when everything turns upside down. But that's, again, he's doing it because his newfound peace was threatened. Not only that, and when I say the peace, he's not worried about himself. He's worried about the peace around him. He's mm -hmm. worried about the people they fell in love with, the town he fell in love with. That's his peace. And in order for him to have peace, they have to have peace. So that's, that's what I'm talking about there. He, he's not looking out for himself. He's looking out for everybody else. He puts that watch back on. Yeah. And then unleashes hell and everything. But again, it's methodical. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a bull in a china shop. No, it's, it's not. He, uh, and, and, uh, Carrie and I were talking about this shout out. Yeah, here Carrie. it is. 2024 <laughs> first shout out. <laughs> um, John Wick's physicality, um, is extremely proficient, but, He's he gets his he gets you know licked. Oh, he's a destroyed of times. a bunch. You know, yeah. like if it wasn't for the the Kevlar, he's destroyed mining, a bunch of times. He would be gone. Yeah, and and that's because and, and and my my opinion about this is because that character is forced into a path and on a timeline throughout the entire one through four. Yeah. Well, I'd say two through four. Um. The Robert Colin, uh, McCollin, uh, he's he does things on his own terms and walks through people, yeah, like, like he's got the light of God on his back, you know, like he walks through people. And so, John Wick has a disadvantage because he's he's got a, a like a a sense of justice that he has to get done. And he also has a bounty on his back. Yeah. Whereas Robert is looking, he, not looking for trouble, but has an eye for trouble. And when he decides to take care of the problem, the, the scene with Pedro Pascal in the middle of the street, you know, like, okay, what are you going to do? Right. Well, you killed my friend. So I'm going to kill each and every one of you. And then, you know, the, uh, Pedro Pascal's wife, you know, it's like, oh, hi, Robert. And he's like, oh, hi. Hey, are you, can you give me a lift? And drives away with her and the kids. Right, right. And, <laughs> and chooses a time to exact his justice. There's the methodical. His way, you know? Which gives, right, gives him like a hot knife through butter, you know, like aspect. Right. He knows what he's um, doing. And, and not to say that John Wick's character 
or John Wick as the character doesn't know what he's doing. Like he is. No, of course not. You know, I mean, he, his moves are all intentional, right? He just, mm-hmm. he's reacting to what's preparation. The preparation is all methodical. hundred percent. He knows exactly what he needs, but it's the, it's the execution because of what's put against him, you know? So it's, it's completely mm-hmm. different. Um, when you have Denzel's character in a room, he closes the door because he doesn't want anyone else coming in. He wants to, like, he wants to contain mm-hmm. what he's doing. So he he knows what's going to happen. He knows how many people are on grounds. So he knows how many people are going to die. John Wick's character, he doesn't know right. the flood of of different waves of people coming through. So he's like, I just have right. to do. It. So it's gonna. One of my favorite things is when he goes to the Italian sommelier and he's like, That's "I need something scene. robust." Yeah. And and so he get gets him a semi-automatic Benelli shotgun. Right. And when he brings it to the catacombs, he leaves it in the catacombs because he's like, I'm sure I'm gonna be chased out of here yep. and I'm gonna need something that can cover the size of a door as I back out yeah, of yeah. here. Like, Even the assault rifle, he puts that in yeah. another location. Yeah, no, and he's definitely yeah, he's he definitely knows how to get in and out of a place. It's what's on the other side that he's unsure of. But he's able to get through it. Yeah. You know, so I was looking at he's 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 not a dumb vigilante. He's oh, no. not like a blind rage. He's, right. He's not a Jason Statham like, oh, I'm the beekeeper and I don't like what I just saw. Right. You know, no. like he's not like no, that. It's it's you know? definitely controlled chaos. And it's it's not that he's chaos, it's that everything around him is chaos and he has to react to that. So he becomes one with chaos. You know, so it's yes, they they are similar in ways. But at the same time, they're both put into different situations. So they react accordingly. I would say the biggest difference that I notice in them, you know, goes back to motivation and theory where John Wick has been personally slighted. He's lived a long life. He's actually, when he breaks the concrete in the basement and he opens up the briefcase, you see the coins. Yeah the amount of coins he has, those are blood oaths that he never cashed in in his career. I didn't notice those that. Those are favors. Not, not, the, not the tokens, not the gold coins that he uses. There are not, those other coins. Well, not, not the, the currency, but the, the, the blood oath uh, Okay, uh, no, I didn't see that. Like, I, I missed that part. He has a cache of those. And so it's, it's kind of cool to, to think of how he lived this long career and he's well known. Like, there's a bunch of times where assassins come up, and and he's like, "Oh, you're still working? Yeah. Like, oh man, oh cool. Ah, oh, sucks to be you. I got you know, like, if you're gonna do <laughs> you sure this, you, I got to do you this. Sure you, wanna, like, you sure you want to do this? But, <laughs> and so the the tokens he has, like, he never cashed in, like, because he loved his wife, and he was like, if I need these, this this is a dying pledge of somebody yeah you know that i can cash in if something happened to me or my family you know it's like he Um, he wanted out he was out but he had that buried in the basement for what for this purpose or for maybe one day i want to get back into it you know like it's weird. It, I, th- I think the fact that it wasn't a gun safe or a safe that he could easily access. And if he actually wanted it, he had to use a sledgehammer for a couple of hours to get to it. Sure. But that's also because he, he, wanted out. he loved it. what is. I think he also loved the piece that his wife brought him and he didn't want like a. This is all 
conjecture. So, and I mean, is is that is that um, he he learned about love and and there was no place for his old life to coexist with that love, and so you know it's better to have it and you know not need it than need it and not have it, but concrete like i don't want to jump to this right you know he still had a he still had a glock you know yeah, he I still mean, he still kept something in the bedroom not only that you know, but he had caches around the city which you see in number yeah. two you know and he had them all over the world right. if you if you think about it but anyway yeah but but then uh, like the other difference is is that uh robert robert is a even more mysterious character because it's it's questionable of exactly who he worked for how long he worked for them you know like like the specifics of it and he's living a life and when he decides to push the red button on his capabilities it's usually because of an innocent person that that got taken away yeah it's always it's always something for somebody else you know it's it's always the, the right people and so it's 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 three different stories though like john wick is one you know story of why he's doing this and the consequences of of him taking vengeance where robert is moving around and he takes the time and patience to to talk to the kid you know like during the uh the graffiti scene you know, talk to um, uh, the prostitute to talk to his 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 best best and only friend. Yeah. The 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 woman in the second one. Um, and then eventually the town of innocent people brought on by the police officer who gets whacked up yep. for, you know, not doing a favor for the mafia. Right. Um, right. And I, I, so John Wick is going to have a lot more frequent action sequences, whereas there's a, there's a calmer and more beautiful story about a, like a man choosing very wisely when to release that. Yeah. And let's talk about story because there's a huge difference between the two series where Equalizer gives you the background of things, gives you, um, heart gives you a man that's not just a killer. He's trying to spew wisdom into these people's lives, and and while he's protecting them, he's trying to change things for the better. You know, he's he's um, it's thoughtful. The the script is better. You know, it's better acting, definitely. Whereas mm -hmm. in John Wick, n not necessarily the last one. The last one was longer, and they did do a lot more storyline. But the first three, there's not great acting. If you think, if you look at, it, if you compare the two, well, it's it, it, I, I agree with you. And the dialogue, I disagree with you. Like I, I, like 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 the dialogue, like it's not great acting, but it's two different universes. Yeah, like no, no, one I'm is based, the, you know, equalizers in reality. Yeah, exactly. It's, so the the whole thing is you know, like equalizer has has better dialogue, has better writing. But it, it is because it's because it's supposed to, whereas John Wick is supposed to just yes. be killing, and that's fine. Right. And the people that are acting, 
are doing a great job. <laughs> I get that. That's fine. It, there is yes. no heavy dialogue because there's not really supposed to be heavy dialogue. And Keanu yeah. Reeves, he says, what, 10 words through every movie? And a lot of it's just grunting, right. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's it. <laughs> but, but it works. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. You know, he just growls yeah. and, and moves on. Um, but that's, that's the difference. They're too. totally different universes. They're apples yeah, and oranges. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah, and they're fine. Both both, of them. both are very enjoyable. Um, but you're right. Like Equalizer has fantastic dialogue yeah. and acting. It's 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 the foundation of it is the message, not the action. The action is whipped cream on top of the cake. Right. You know. I mean, that's Equalizer is you know, more cerebral. So you, you get the you get the yeah the clues that you have to look up, and you have to you get the. Mm-hmm. like the knowledge and everything that I was saying before that he drops, but you also get like, it's very methodical The values. It's, it's great. And then, you know, John wick is mm-hmm. cerebral and in, in that they want to take out the cerebellum, you know, and that's, I mean, good grief, <laughs> the amount like, so in equalizer two, uh, when he's fighting Pedro Pascal, you get a little glimpse of what like mm-hmm. John wick fighting, like, samurai warriors was where like it was like a, a thousand yep. cuts you know that was it was the only time you really see him unleash that much of destruction on one person um most of the time it's like a couple of different things and it's like if he's shooting somebody it's two or three taps and that's it john wick like every single person that he takes out is at least five or six shots three of those in the head you know yeah. i mean it is insane yeah. the amount of bullets that are wasted just by John Wick alone in these films. Like I'm looking at the guns that he's got and the, the last handgun that he gets in the, not the duel, but before that from uh the Viper. Yeah. yeah. Is it the Viper? Is that what it's called? I knew it was a snake game. Uh, it's a custom, it's a custom it a um, nine uh, millimeter because it, w- 21 shots. When it racks back, yeah. like it, when it, because the, the magazine is empty um i don't know if you ever went shooting but you know how like it racks back and locks back yeah. the, barrel, the actual right barrels expose carrie's like he's listening to this and he's like yelling I'm like you better get this right no, he's dips. not he knows you he knows better get this right dips. <laughs> so when the magazine is empty and it can't uh the spring doesn't reload the slide racks back and it exposes the actual barrel and the barrel has a spike yeah. on it, like a stiletto. Like two fangs. And that's why they called it the Viper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they so that he can use it as a melee weapon. So that was like the, I love that, that was the only weapon <laughs> other than the assault weapon that had more than like 10, 10 to twelve shots. You know, it had twenty one shots in it, which is crazy in a handgun. <sighs> what? All right. Um uh, my favorite scene in John Wick 4 <laughs> when it comes to firearms. Top down uh sans ceiling yes. uh gunfight through the apartment yeah. building. Like all Holy arcade smokes. games. Yeah. Great, great one shot. Now they mask it with some some cuts on the turns, but it's a it's a great one shot. And he's using the uh the phosphorus dragon <laughs> breath round. Crazy. And, and <laughs> It is, it's, and it's a long scene it's too. A long scene. It's a very long scene. There's a lot of oh, long gosh. scenes in that movie, and it's all fighting. You get to the point where you're like, the first big thing, exhausted. Yeah, in in um, Osaka. It was it Osaka. Is that the? Am I getting that right name right? And in Japan, mm-hmm. at the Continental, there, 
that fight scene took forever. I'm like, and that was before he gets to like the first ending. There's like three different boss fights in this one. And, and just in, in that continental, I mean, that's like 20, 25 minutes of just pure action and exertion of energy. It's like, how does this guy just not pass Uh out? And he just keeps going, which is obviously not real, but at the same time, it makes for a good movie. It makes for a really good movie. Well, I, I, I think I got most exhausted with the uh, outdoor staircase fight. Oh, and geez. he makes it so far up. And then when he gets his butt kicked down the stairs and he goes to the bottom and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh, man, like he's I got to. He just keeps rolling <laughs> no and rolling offense, and rolling. Like, I'm like, is, are they really going to make him go all rolling, the way? rolling down? All the way back up, and the t- the clock is ticking on that. Oh, that was that was rough. That was a hard scene because you're like, "What is yeah. going to happen?" Um, there's a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you. When it comes to action scenes, that that exhausted me like yeah. beyond the point of being entertained. I mean, under you know? underneath his suit, he's got to be all bad, just one big yeah. bruise. You know, like all all oh, that he's yeah. taking all the shots. I love the comic relief in that one was when they're doing the duel and he takes off the jacket and then you hear all the bullets that hit the Kevlar falling out. That was good. Anyway, that was, that was a hard scene. But I, I, I would say it was funny when you see him in the street at that circle and, and while he's shooting at the arc, pulls his jacket. Yes. Yes. He pulls his jacket up to fire around it like it's a shield yeah um now it's kevlar it's not armor plate yes but the whole everybody so in Kev- the movie's doing that the entire time you didn't notice that but every single person with a jacket the- is doing that they're hiding behind it like it's a, a force field but but kevlar is flexible yeah it flaps armor in the wind. plating yeah. is armor plating yeah, yeah. Right, so if I if you were holding up your your jacket and I shot you by the lower pocket, it would push away the jacket and go into your stomach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get that. So, but not the, in this universe. Like, <laughs> they, not in John Wick's universe. Exactly. I was like, I was like, once or twice, like, yeah, that's a cool move. But he did it the whole time during the arc. And, and, if, <laughs> and if I'm not wrong, a bulletproof vest that's been shot at eventually needs to be the structural integrity right. is yeah it needs to be returned in it's cracked yeah, yeah, okay. all right so th- yeah this is different because it's it's flexible and stuff like that and it's for a movie and everybody has it it's just the most easily um produced and uh received item ever is just kevlar suits oh, yeah. that you can't shoot through talk about the samurais just the, they have the kevlar from head to toe head to toe Yes. Yeah, the shotguns and the 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 other things were just blowing right through them. I mean, that, that's every one of those guys took ten to twelve shots. I was counting some of them. And yeah, it's that's just insane. It's insane. You're right on the antithesis. You're right. Yeah, it's tied around them. Go look at the L.A. shooting and see how long that went. <laughs> it, that was. That was um, it, yeah, Carrie. If if I'm wrong about the armor, leave it in the comments. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure that it does weaken, and you have to the structural integrity does. Um, falter and you have to switch it oh yeah and and kevlar like the 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 tailor that he visits tells him like oh yeah it'll stop small caliber but you know 
it's gonna hurt you know you know really bad because it's not gonna penetrate but you're gonna receive the force yeah now now robert doesn't put himself in that situation which is what i was saying with the door closing and everything he wants to make sure everything in front of him is what he has that's all when he uses pedro pascal's family as a bullet shield you know to go away and plan where um the the leader of the mafia that was in italy he the mafia leader wakes up because blood is one of his henchmen fall through the fall through the skylight and are hanging there and he gets up and he's all he's all like oh you know like i'm being attacked and he grabs you know dual smgs and he's walking through his house and he's seeing all of his henchmen are already dead in all and different he ways didn't even awake from the sound exactly he didn't even wake from the sound no. and that's the horrifying thing of like you brought this on you like this is how i do things yeah yeah it's definitely two different levels of assassins and that was that's definitely is def- two different the bowl the bowl no china two shop. different levels of fear yeah so yeah, sorry. Two we're different, like everybody's something. afraid of John Wick. Because I'm sorry about no, that. No, no. It might be the timing yeah. on my mic. Um, John Wick is the fear is reputation. You yeah. know, the 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 fear with Robert in the environment is, is that he has his unassuming devastation. You don't know who he is. He doesn't have a reputation, but he gives you. He I love Denzel's Denzel Washington's acting because he says so much with his eyes mm-hmm. without using his mouth yeah. and when he uses small phrases his eyes emphasize the meaning of what he's saying plainly right i love that dude right. now that's my favorite thing about the equalizer movies it's not just the action but like the inaction right the 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 use of language mm-hmm. And the use of facial expressions. Yep. It's a masterpiece when it comes to that. Yeah. You know, you'll never find like, or I'll never find better acting as a, uh, like an action figure. You no, know, because an unassuming I love, I love, because it, unassuming, unassuming. They don't know he's, he's coming. He's got dad bod. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, yeah. They don't know he's, he's got coming. Dad bod. He's just a neighborhood dude. By the time he's there, you're dead. So you don't even know it's there. And if you see somebody else yeah. falling, that's your only warning, you know? If you think about it, there's really no boss fights in that one. There's no like him going They're the shot boss. for shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not going shot for shot like in Keanu Reeves and fighting his people, you know, with a big tough guy or a group of tough people, you know, and, and getting beat up. Robert McCall doesn't get beat up. He might get hit once in a while, you know, but it's usually he's untouched. It, the only one was like really Pedro Pascal. But that was a non-fight because he snuck up on Pedro, even though he was in the watchtower. <laughs> you you bring up such a great point, which is why the third equalizer is my favorite because it's different from the two because of the opening scene. Yeah. You know, spoiler alert. Sorry, not sorry. We already told you. Uh, the boy that shoots him. Yeah. The boy that he turns his back yeah. on and gets shot by. Right ends up putting him in a neighborhood where he's forgiven for whatever he did. Like the doctor knows, like you don't, you don't get shot in the back and be this quiet for nothing. The whole town is like, you know, you're definitely new here. You know, 
but they're accepting and loving. And so but on the basis I, that the doctor, I don't think him. if the doctor didn't like him, they none right. of them would have done anything. For him. The first two movies, he's living peacefully, but being a vigilante. The third movie after that, that, that uh, episode that he went on, he just wanted to have peace and he loved the town. And he was like, it really emphasized how much he just wanted to be there and be peaceful. Yeah. And that's why I put the watch just away. Couldn't have. Yeah. That's why he put yeah. the watch away. He even told it's, the guys, listen, all I want is peace. Find a different town. I'm not going to follow you. Just go somewhere else. Do this to somebody else. I think, I think his exact words are while he has his thumb one knuckle deep into the median nerve. <laughs> he says, I, I like it here and I'm beginning to get, uh, no, I'm beginning to like it here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm warning you to take your business somewhere else. Yeah. And they don't, that's what, uh, that's my uh, favorite action scene in the movie. The third one is, you know, like these guys have been corrupting cops and they're in an open restaurant talking out loud yeah. saying like, like, hey, we got another run for you to go on in front of this officer and his family, who the officer is black and blues all over his face because he was just beaten up yesterday. Right. Um, and nobody's nobody's looking directly at them. They all know to avert their eyes. And then all of a sudden you realize that Robert's there glaring <laughs> at them and it grabs his attention. And so like he comes over and tries to wise ass, you know, Robert. And he sticks his thumb in the webbing of his his between his pointer finger and his thumb. This is a two. This is a three. <laughs> you don't want me to go to four. <laughs> but then they he let it like he lets them go. And you think like, oh, this is gonna build up to something later. No, nah, that that's one of the first times that Robert is like, mm, that dog don't hunt. Yeah. And drives a van into the one of the guys. And when he when he he's uh it's gonna get graphic for a second, breaks the guy's elbow and then uses his loosey goosey arm while that's still <laughs> holding the knife to stab himself. But he looks the, the thing the, this is the reason why I like it. As the guy is collapsing, he's looking without blinking yeah. into his eyes yeah. and and being like, Are you gone yet? Yeah. Did you realize how you messed up? Yeah. And like, it's one of the, it's, it's such a dramatic action scene. It really is. And so I think like John Wick four is a long movie and it's, it's got a good bow on it. And I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I actually like it a lot because there's a lot more dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think equalizer three even if you're not an action movie fan and you like drama or, you know, like, or thrillers or anything like that, it's a tremendous movie to, to take in. I mean, that's, you know? it goes back to if it was anyone other than Denzel, it wouldn't have been able to go. Cause it, he's Denzel, the mannerisms and everything, the cadence, everything that he is mm -hmm. known for is that character. Uh, he already brings it to that character, but he's also lethal. You know, it's really, Really well done. Anton uh, Fuqua, uh, who directed all of them, and they've been working together for a long time. They were training Dane, and um, like his vision was great. And I, I want to know, like that very that particular scene that you're talking about, where he's staring at the guy. That's a very 
formidable part. And I'm like, who's deliberate yeah, and whose idea was that? That's what I want to know. Like, was that Denzel yeah. like doing that character? He's like, this is what I'm doing. Cause he also did stuff like that in the first one. Um, or was that Antoine's I, vision? That's, that's what I want to know. That's a good question. I mean, Denzel utilizes his eyes and face to say little with saying so much in many movies. Um, And that's the Academy Award actor in him that that does that. He's so good. Like you could give him three words and, and, and and when he says them, you'll start finishing the the meaning and statement in your mind. I love that. Love that. This is the only series he's ever done. He's never done a sequel. This is the only one. He's done three and there are talks to do four. Really? Is the only series he's ever done that was a sequel and not to mention three. And there must be something that he loves about this character. I mean, he's worked with Antoine so many times he can do that with other movies, but there's something specific about that. If I had to like sit down with him, you know, if we were able to, if ever able to do that, that would be one of the questions like, why, why would you do this? Why was this the one that you're like, all right, I'll break that rule that I had. In his, in his personal speeches outside of movies, he does talk a lot about God and he's not afraid right. to. And, and I think that this character speaks to that kind of controlled justice, you yeah. know, you know, that sheath uh, sword and and deliberate words in order to not use that sword. But when push comes to so, uh, to shove, you know, Matthew 18, you know, yeah. you know what what sets this apart from other action movies and definitely against uh, John Wick um, is the end fight. Because. Here we are at a buildup, right? The the boss comes into town. Oh my god! Is ready is ready to kill everybody, oh, yes. right? In order to get to this guy, and you know the townspeople they they rise up, which we've seen before. That's not that's not what I'm getting at. Uh-huh. Um, McCall says oh. the, the guy says I'll I'll be seeing you, and McCall says sooner than you think. And in, normally in movies oh. like that, normally in movies like that, there's a buildup. Right. Bow, There's like down, a montage down, 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 of like bow, him bow, like bow. getting yeah. like ready and stuff <laughs> exactly. like that. Exactly. There is no warning whatsoever. There's just bodies falling. There is no buildup whatsoever. There's no none. This is a boss no fight without scene. the boss fight. The boss is taken down before he even realizes it. Because all of his before strongest men up. are gone. <laughs> and it's it's not there is no there is no buildup. And it's just done. That's what sets us apart. And that's what I, I love. Love the ending with that battle because of that very fact, because it's not like everyone else. It wasn't, you, you weren't like, you weren't like, I can predict this. You predict what you predicted was not what happened. I guarantee it. I guarantee no No. one was like, Oh no, he's just going to go in there. It's going to be over before we know. He doesn't even like execute him in a vengeance style. Like the guy's wounded and he dog walks him through town so that everybody could see that he is no longer a threat and they're free. Yeah. Like he, he keeps pick, you know, picking him up and like walking alongside with him. Like that, that to me, oh gosh. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it, it's a great. And again, like it, you would think that a movie like this would just be playing on a John Wick thing. And again, I like the John Wick movies, but it's like the main reason why you're going is Gung Fu, yeah. you know? 
the the these movies have messages, they have morals, they have emotion. They're not just like, oh, everybody likes seeing Jason Statham, you know, uh, kick butt yeah. over here. Now let's make him kick butt over here. It's way different. There's so much substance to it. Uh, if you haven't gone through the Equalizer series and we spoiled it for you, we didn't spoil for you because no. you didn't see it. Still see there, it. I mean, no. the the town that they're in in Italy, I mean, I you fall in love with it, ah, especially if you've been there. Yeah. Um, not to that specific town, but Italy. And you can smell the coffee. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the seaside, everything. It's just, you fall in love with that. There's, I I think they're both great series. One is, they're both completely different when you look at it, when you, you put them under the microscope. I prefer Equalizer um, only because of the different differences that we kind of laid out. And, I will still watch John Wick. I'll watch it again. I just watched the whole series just to get ready for this. Um, but the Equalizer is something special about it. And it, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So I, I would pick Equalizer, I think. I would, I would too, based on exactly what you said. And just to reiterate, we didn't do this as a John Wick versus no. Robert McCullen. No. Like, like uh, McCullough, rather. Um, but there's there's a great depth of character that Denzel has that pretty much nobody, no. you know, can, can mimic. No, you know? I mean, it's, it's amazing. He's going to be, he's, he's going to be a hard one to lose Oof. eventually, man. Oof. You can take, Oof. you can take Tom Hanks. I'll, I'll keep my Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about America's uncle. I, I, Denzel's my, my, my friend. That's what I, <laughs> I want Denzel. I didn't to be see my Denzel friend. on some flight logs. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, so body counts. Let's talk about yeah. body counts. This is this is a huge difference. Oh, so yeah. No, this is <laughs> number three. We don't. Do you have the body counts? <laughs> I do. I do. So, um. Yeah. Okay. Number three. We don't know exactly how many ever killed because we. If you go back, you can kind of count how many, um, at the vineyard, um, with the mafiosos, but you don't really know later on how many so there isn't an actual figure for that one the first one equalizer one 19 the second one not as many nine and then that one i would say doubled that probably i would say so that was 28 i would say he got over 50 kills altogether in the three mm -hmm. okay because he took out that whole man right yeah um john wick beats that in the first one so John Wick features 77 on-screen deaths at John Wick's hand. Um, 128 in the second one. And the third one, 94. But that's not true because the total count is 439 for John Wick versus Denzel's supposed wow. 50. That's an incredible amount of uh, bodies. Oh, However, yeah. I actually thought it was more. And <laughs> when you look at the amount of like killing that he's actually doing, I just thought like rapid, rapid fighting. But then you look at like how many bullets did he use? So for those 439 people, it's about 14,000 bullets. Holy shit. No, that was a joke. I don't know how many his bullets. Belt. That was a joke. I, mean, not, I was going to say, but like, it's probably, it's probably like close to 10,000 bullets. 
used for. You're looking at 10, 10 per person. On average, probably five or six, honestly. But a lot, a lot, a lot of them, you know, to be fair, were uh uh body body head, like in the remember no, in the first no, one where No, they, they weren't. They were leg, body, body, head, head. They were never it wasn't just leg, one in the body, head. body, head. It was head, head yeah, yeah. at least two okay, or three in the right. head. It was insane the amount of times Mame, he would shoot somebody in the head. Mame, center mass two, and then night night two. And then if they had armor on, <laughs> You're right. it was, it was 14 shots to the chest. 15 yeah. to the neck. <laughs> like it was underneath. You'd get the soft he, spot underneath the helmet. He killed a guy with a, he killed a guy with a book. <laughs> a guy that was much, much bigger than him. Uh, yes, he was. The pencil deaths. There were three, one, two, three pencil deaths by John Wick, one by uh, Kane in the third one, the fourth one. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Oh, guys. I mean, no, they're, 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 they're probably the, the, they're probably the greatest um, recent action series, like recommendable to anybody. John Wick yes, and Equalizer of the present. Yeah, like both of them. If, like, if you have a strong stomach, even because uh, there is a lot of yeah. Even if I've seen people who watch the John Wick movies that weren't into action movies, and it's still impressive to them. You know, like it's okay. still like, whoa! I didn't expect. Oh, it keeps going. Yeah, it's definitely well um, done. It's well shot. The camera angles are fantastic. Uh, Keanu Reeves does a mm-hmm. really great job of being a silent assassin, but not so silent. I mean, silent mm-hmm. as in not talking. Um, does really good with his movements. Uh, how many times did he flip over somebody's head and flip them over as well? I, that, oh, yeah. In this movie alone, at least a dozen times. Um, the gun keto was great. The fighting was great. The different, I mean, how many axes were thrown into people's heads? Um, this isn't a, a movie for my wife. I don't think Rachel would be too into this, would she? Rachel liked it. Did she? Yeah, Rachel liked uh, it. I, uh, yeah. Well, she didn't see the fourth one, but she's seen uh, two of, I can't remember whether it was the first, second, or third, but she saw two of the movies with me. Okay, the third one had um, more knife killing than in the first, like, ten minutes of the movie than mm-hmm. all the other ones together. And then had a lot more sword. Like oh, she appreciates swords. a good like martial arts movie and yeah. and not so much gun stuff. But then when you mix like gun and martial arts, yeah. you know, like like it was impressive. There was a lot of blood. Yeah. A lot of blood, but it wasn't like you know, it wasn't they super, asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was all their fault. There's so many people. Like, how do the people get so organized now, so quickly? <laughs> I understand twenty million people don't have to do that it, for you, but. I'm a, I'm a fan of of firearms. I like to go shooting and everything like that. But when it comes to which character I appreciate more, it's got to go to Robert. Yeah, it's got to go to Robert. I just love his motives. I love his patience. I love that it'll take 45 minutes into an hour and a half movie for him to to make a decision to act in that way. The calculated effort, you know, and and, and that's not. Right, like the, I'm not taking away from the John Wick movies. I'm just saying, like, I, I really grew to appreciate uh, the the uh, the character of Robert McCullough. Yeah. McCall, Mc McCall, M C C A L. I thought it was McCall. I, all right, I've said it three different yeah, ways. Tonight. At least three. I thought it was McCullin. McCulloch. And it was I think McCullough, he was part of uh, just, the clan. The clan McLeod. The Cloud McClan. 
<laughs> oh, they're making um, that's coming out eventually. What Highlander? They're redoing Highlander. Don't tell me that. Henry Cavill. Oh, cool. So, no, supposedly what? Henry Cavill. I'll, I'll get on top of that one. Hi. All right, but it was fine. It wasn't that great. I'm sorry. That, that's a, that's a conversation. Well, okay. We'll, well, we'll listen, talk about it that 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 one enemy was gave me nightmares. Oh, of course, when I was a kid. Of course, because we saw that when yeah. we were children. <laughs> when it was, we we're not seeing yes. those kind of things now as children. So so they better have something that scary so that you know our nieces, nephews, and children. Yeah, just can so you know, see go it back to it. As much sleep as we it doesn't did. hold up. It's not as scary as you think. As you remember. Yeah. And the movie isn't that great. <laughs> oh, come on. He played Raiden, bro. He and, yeah. played Raiden. He's not that great of an actor <laughs> when you look at it. He's not a Denzel, I'll tell you that much. Was it Christopher Lambert? Yeah. It's it's not as it's not as good as you remember. It's it's iconic. It's it's um it's not even what what do you call that? When people like like Fight Club, it wasn't popular in the movies, but it came big later. It's not a cult yeah, classic. It's, a cult it's it just exists. It just exists. <laughs> it's basically Masters of the Universe with uh, some more more swords. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say All about right. these two movies before we get into more tangents? No, I just, I, I I I think I think that um, uh, people should definitely you know give them both a shot since they're on streaming. Um, Equalizer three though. I would I would say a big difference is you could watch Equalizer three without watching any of the move other movies and still mm. have fun with it. Whereas John Wick, because it's a four part through line timeline story, you'd probably want to catch up on the first three before watching the four. Yeah. Still fun to watch if you just want to see people get shot in the face. Really? But but uh equal equal equalizer kind of it's three separate stories with the same character so you'll kind of get it and then if you go back and watch the first and second the third will be more to you that's all yeah yeah i agree with that I definitely check out all of them they're definitely mm-hmm. entertaining um equalizer one two and three are definitely worth anyone seeing other than kids of course um but there's a lot of heart in that those movies and, and like i said before denzel is just mm-hmm. fantastic i'll watch anything he's in Tremendous. So, yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves is America's sweetheart. Everyone loves loves like the the personal stories and stuff like that. So that's what makes it more fun. It's a he really puts himself and he, and he worked extremely hard preparing for that extremely role, hard. like harder than any other action hero I've yeah. ever seen. Crazy stuff. If you look at if you go on YouTube, you can find mm-hmm. uh, behind the scene videos uh, like him at the gun range, him training uh, with choreographers and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of good content out there. For behind the scenes stuff for both movies, actually. So, hundred percent. All right, yeah, that's all. Uh, I guess I have to say. I think we're both in agreement. Nothing uh, like we said. We weren't doing a, a versus. This was just kind of like we saw these two. I wanted to kind of compare them only because they're both two really big action franchises, but there's a lot of differences. So, uh, I like the way they they tackled both of them. So, good stuff. Yep. A hundred percent. Neither one will win Academy Awards, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for you. 